are brought to you by Josh LaFond with Simply Vegas Real Estate, a realtor here to help educate current and future Las Vegas locals on selling and investing in real estate. You're probably asking yourself, educate. Yes, there's a surprising amount of adults that when it comes to real estate, don't know the right questions to ask, don't know where to start, and think they need a lot of cash to buy a house in Nevada, which simply isn't true. So Josh has decided to make it his responsibility to teach his clients what they need to know and equally important, what they need to ask to help ensure making their home ownership dreams a true reality. So make sure you call or text Joshua LaFont today at 702-813-0533. This has been another paid advertisement from Joshua LaFont with Simply Vegas Real Estate. Make sure you give him a call, 702-813-0533. must be kicking yourself for not walking out when you could. Be a judgment. But don't you worry, son. It will all be over soon. Anthony, give me a boy's name that starts with the letter H. Jose. Bobby, it's me, your daddy, Roberto. Occasionally, you may hear it pronounced as Joao. It depends. Let's go. Look at me now. How far we go back? Elementary. Jump rope. High and go see. Pity pad. Red light, green light. Red light, green light. Hello. You play to win the game. Right back at it. We got a fun show tonight. You already know what it is. I am your host, Jose V. You are tuning to Straight Bet Sports live here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. Wednesday night, just a little bit past 9 p.m. We're back to our regular time that we're doing here tonight. We got a pack house. A lot of people in the studio tonight. Rob G, of course, my get my co-host, as always, in the studio. Got his uh fresh beverage, we'll call it that. He's ready for tonight's show. We got to get that hat fixed, though, like you said, but you got, you got a little bet going with Quan tonight. You got a little bet going with Quan tonight. Man. Quan called you out as soon as you walked in the studio because he saw you glanced over at the TV and said, give me the Lakers. So, Quan, real quick, let, let, let everybody know just what you got going on right here with, with, with Rob because you walked in right away and you did not hesitate to get this bet. taking Rob's money. As always. <laughs> it's been back and forth. Just taking Rob's money. Just taking Rob's money. <laughs> but yeah, they, got a, they got a bet on the Laker game right here in the Summer League. We're going to talk NBA Summer League today. As you see the jersey, Chelsea pulled it off today. They are continuing to become and stay as the champions, the kings of Europe. We'll talk about that as well with some of the guests that we got in the studio tonight. But go ahead and do me a favor. Do us all a favor, as you do every single Wednesday night. If you are watching this, go ahead and press the like button, the share Throw a comment in there, follow, and we'll go from there. Let everyone know what you are enjoying tonight. We are on all Gorilla Cross radio platforms, GorillaCross.com, the Gorilla Cross app, which you can get on the Android platform and the Apple platform as well. Huge shout out to Apple. I actually um, got hired by them today, so appreciate that. Got a new nice. a new journey there that we're going to start, so I'm pretty happy <laughs> about that. But go ahead and share the feed. Let everyone know what you're enjoying. And if you miss it or you're joining us late later on tonight and you see this or you just want to watch anything else that we have made or done in the past, check us out on all things social media at Straight Bet Sports, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and, of course, YouTube. We post everything on there every single week after the show is done here. So we appreciate you guys. We're going to be talking a lot of soccer today, soccer-heavy show. We're going to be talking some NBA Summer League and, of course, 
we got to talk some baseball. Everybody's wearing some baseball attire, and it's funny because we either got Chelsea or we got Dodgers on in the studio. Keep it blue. But with that being said, without further ado, fellas, let's go ahead and jump right into it. Let's go ahead and let everyone know who else is in the building with us tonight, Rob. We have sponsoring tonight's show since it was a soccer-heavy show, and we wanted to get him in the studio and chop it up with us. Not only that, he's my fellow Chelsea fan right over here in front of me to my right, Brian Alamano, the American Outlaws. What's good, my man? How you doing tonight? How's it going? Not only that, you brought us some some food here if you guys do not know. I don't know know about all that, dude. What? He brought us some chile verde. With where is pork. it? It's right here in the back. <laughs> we got it for later. Rob's ready. He's like, where is it at? He's like, I'm hungry. hungry. But Brian, we appreciate you, man, as always. Not only that, if you guys do not know, Brian is with the American Outlaws Las Vegas chapter. He's already jumped in with us a few times here on Straight Bet Sports on Gorilla Cross Radio. So we appreciate his sponsorship and his support. But since you're here, I'm going to let you go ahead and plug it away, man. Go ahead and let people know about, a little bit more about the American Outlaws, what you got going on, and some future events that you do have that you were telling me about earlier. Yeah, man. So we uh, we're uh, getting ready for World Cup qualifiers. The United States starts their slate here in September on the first week. September second, we take on El Salvador. On the fifth, we take on Canada, and on the eighth, we take on Honduras. All within a week of itself. It's gonna be a dope time. We hang out over at Hennessy's in yep. downtown Las Vegas. They're our they're our home. So shout out to them as well. Shout out to any other AO members that are watching currently. Um, we're just getting excited. I mean, we beat Mexico back to back and uh, within a month and a half time, hopefully right in that hype and uh, get qualified for the World Cup and hopefully win that in, in next year in the winter time, right before Christmas. That'd be real nice. There we go, Brian. So we got the logo up on the screen. Why don't you let everybody know where they can find the American Outlaws and yourself, of course, on all things social media. And I know there's a web page as well, I believe. Yeah. So on uh, Instagram, it is Vegas underscore Outlaws. And on Twitter, it is AO underscore Outlaws. And then our website is AOLasVegas.com. And you can find us all on Facebook. Just look up American Outlaws Las Vegas and follow us. And let's keep this thing growing and uh, make a make some good times out here wearing the red, white, and blue. USA is looking a lot better. They're a lot more of a different team, a lot more different hype around the team, I think, that there has been in the past. So that's pretty cool. And I like what you guys do there because you're getting people together. And right now with everything going on with the pandemic, in and out, it going away, it coming back. Yeah, it's rough, man. It, it, it's good that you guys are still doing things because you're still bringing to people together, especially with soccer. Soccer's up there with, I mean, I love football. I think it's the greatest sport out there. But obviously, when it comes to international, soccer's the way to go, man. Oh, soccer's yeah. grown so much more. Not saying that it wasn't that popular in the past, but it's grown so much. Now, you said El Salvador. Yeah, man. We have a Salvadoran in the building. Yo también. The one and only, oh. our <laughs> personal barber and our sponsor of this show as well. Eric Navarro of Line Him Up by Eric. We wanted to have him in the studio to chop it up with us tonight because I know he's a big Dodger fan. But he was also talking to me about how he's a huge Salvadorian soccer fan. And I I didn't know that Salvador had a soccer team. So, you know. They are scary, sir. But let's go ahead and welcome him in, man. <laughs> Eric Navarro, my man. What's going on, man? How's everything with you tonight? Good, good, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You ready to chop it up tonight? Let's do it, man. I don't really know as much as you guys do, but I'm going to try to hang in. Well, I told you. What are we doing? We're at the barbershop. You got yeah, the TV yeah, on, yeah. you chop it up, it up. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, give yeah. our opinions, right? Yeah. Lakers made a lot of moves, we're going to talk Summer League. I know you got a lot of thoughts with the stuff that happened with the Lakers. Retirement I, City. I, I know Sorry. you got Retirement <laughs> City. I know you, I know. Oldest, See, roster, roster, oldest roster in NBA oldest history, roster we're still going to do it. Yeah. No I know doubt. you got a lot of thoughts with Russell Westbrook, so I want to get your thoughts on that because I know you and I have talked about Russell Westbrook a lot, even before you came to the Lakers, but... I'm going to go ahead and put you on the spot, just like I did, Brian. I'm, I'm going to let Quan go ahead and put up the graphic, you know, your business card, your logo up there. Let everyone know a little bit about you, where they can find you, and not only that, where they can find you on all things social media to hit you up. All right. Well, basically, it's just haircuts, man. whole bunch of haircuts. 
working out of a five star barbershop right now over on uh, the north side on Ann and Simmons. Yep. Uh, you can see my work on Lionel by Eric on IG. Uh, that's really all I do. I don't really do the whole social media thing. But uh, if you'd like to see my work, that's where I'm at. And just like I said, a whole bunch of haircuts. Uh, you can either hit me up on IG or phone number 702-884-8138. Or like I said, IG, hit me up. And, and let everybody know what you do, though. You're a barber, but you do it all, right? You do kids hair, especially now, bro, with yeah. back, with to, back school to school season. You told yeah. me it's crazy, right? But yeah. for adults, you do it all. You do the beards. You do all that, right? We do it all. Yeah, yeah, everything from front to bottom, yeah. What days are you off for the people can know that at least so they won't be hitting you up on those days and trying to get in? Uh, so my schedule is I'm off Sundays and Wednesdays, and that's because, you know, I get my grandson on those days. Okay. So those are me and his days. Uh, but any other day, you can catch me at the shop cutting up. Okay. And Eric was out there with us. Remember when we were at the horse trailer hideout? Yeah. So we appreciate that, my oh, man. Yeah. Definitely Absolutely supporting. Yeah. Good that times. Was a long night. Yeah. And, and that he, was a wild night. That, that was a wild night. Bro, tell me yeah. about it. That was a wild night. Uh, I got a ticket from parking. Parking, not driving. Parking. Because I ended up parking across the street. Yeah, but it was a crazy. We talked night, about man. that. It was, it was a crazy night. It was a, it was night, a crazy. Yeah. Night. I missed night. it by like. From what I you remember, missed it yeah. by that much. Well, my flight came in literally 15 minutes right as the game, like 15 minutes before the game oh, was ending. Man. I got delayed. I got delayed in Washington. Okay. For like three hours, and I was just like, man, if I get back in town, just dump my stuff in the car and just go straight there, and ended up sitting on the tarmac and all that. So. You got your headphone on upside down. I know. Just, I like hearing. Oh, you like to hear? Yeah. Okay. I'm, just wanna make it's sure weird. I have a weird good. thing, man. Yeah. So once again, you guys are tuned in live to Straight Bet Sports here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. If you're watching this, go ahead and press that like button, share, comment. We'll go from there. Let everyone know what you are enjoying. We greatly appreciate you guys as always. Now, you see the Chelsea attire. Me and Brian got it on. You see the Dodger attire. We're going to talk some Dodgers and some soccer as well. Big day in soccer today. Big 24 hours, uh, more than anything, I'm going to say. Maybe two, three days here in soccer. But before we get on to that, I, I, I do got to just get a few things out of the way that I wanted to say. Real quick, happy late birthday to my wife, Berenice Volonte. Her birthday was last Saturday. We went to the D, I'm sorry, to the Circa, new casino out there in downtown Las Vegas. The greatest casino I've been to so far. I'm not going to lie to you. The hotel rooms were amazing. So, uh, um, Stadium Swim, if you have not checked it out, is awesome, bro. I mean, if you're a guy and you're trying to watch sports and your girl still wants to be at the pool and enjoy yourself as well, you have it all. Not only that, on the right side of the bars, they have where you can bet. They got the kiosk, so you can bet on the games while you're there. You don't have to leave Stadium Swim and go to the sports books or anything like that. So it's awesome. Not only that, it's 21 and over. So I love that. No kids, just adults only. So it's a cool atmosphere. But I got to give a big shout out to Derek Stevens, the owner of the D. So me and my wife were hanging out at the main bar. Circa. Circa, I'm sorry. And he is the owner of the D as well. Yeah. Thanks, bro. So we're hanging out at the, at, at the very end of the bar, the left side of the bar, which at that time, I didn't know that was his spot. The slot machine at the end actually says Derek Stevens, right? There's a trophy right there. And I'm starting to read it. A bunch of guys show up. And I'm like, oh, that's is that the owner? They're like, yo, that's the owner and his son. You know, they got a fantasy team, whatever, this and that. Next thing you know, and Rob knows me. I'm, I'm a social guy. I talk. Rob's like this butterfly. guy. Butterfly. I talk to everybody. Social butterfly. Neighbors, all that. But that's just me, right? I like to conversate. And not only that, there's opportunities sometimes that are in front of you that you don't want to let go that could come from it and grab it and be more, right? So long story short, we end up meeting Derek Stevens, the owner of the Circa. He, he shows up, had just finished doing a show on VEASAN. He's got the pink and white striped suit. I'm talking about bright suit sitting there. He's already a little tipsy. So I'm like, Derek, Derek, Derek. 
And one of his guys comes over to me. He's like, yeah, he's just, he's a little drunk. He, you know, he can't really hear you. He's like, what's up? I'm like, oh, no, me and my wife were staying here. It's her birthday. Just want to know if we could take a picture with him, man. Say thank you. That's all. So he leans over, starts talking to me. And I'm like, yeah, man, you know, he goes, are you going to join the contest? I'm just, you know, yeah, you know, I'm thinking about it, whatever. Just send him that. Not really going to join the contest right now. It's not what's on my mind. But you got to accept what's in front of you and talk to the guy, right? So long story short, I tell him about the show. I told him about Gorilla Cross. I told him about Straight Bet Sports. As soon as he hears that I have a show, he goes, who's your host? So oh, I don't have one. We're just staying here at night's my wife's birthday. Oh, it's your wife's birthday? You got one now. He tells this guy that's next to me, give him your business card, whatever they need, I got him. We end up hanging out there for another 45 minutes to an hour at that end table with the bar with Derek Stevens and his whole entourage. Got three more shots, two more drinks, all on him. Didn't ask us for a dime. Even took a picture with us, which was awesome. Gave me his business card. So that's why now, even Sunny Quan, I got to get business cards because you never know. That could be in the works. I'm already right. talking to people that I met that night, and we're trying to get Derek on the show. So I'm not going to use his name for that, for clout or anything like that. I'm using it to say thank you. That was an amazing night. If you do end up watching this or someone shares it, especially the people that were with us that night, because I know you're following us on Twitter now, and you watch it, we appreciate you, and hopefully we can get you on the show, Derek. But big shout-out to Circa. Amazing casino. If you guys not checked it out, go ahead and check it out now. It's a big sigh from uh, I know, host Quan real quick. I, 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 I don't know, I don't know, know if Quan was signing because of what I was saying or the game. What's going on? I Quan? hope none of these guys make the team. But <laughs> 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 Quan just got signed, right? Dude's yeah, garbage. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he did he's get a, signed, though. I like Reeves. You don't like Austin Reeves? L listen, man. McClung will be very good in China. Jimmer for Jimmer for that He's like the, the, the dunking version of for that. <laughs> he's pretty good, but yeah, they yeah, just signed he's him. like five foot seven. Right. They just signed him though, right? Yeah. It's a two way deal. Okay. That doesn't so mean how, they can you explain to me how that works? I don't know how the two way deals it's, work. It's basically like two way like deal, you, you, yeah, you have partial NBA contract and and mainly a uh, contract in the G League. Yeah. Which yeah, I and think you get you get paid more for each game you get when you get in called NBA, up yeah. yeah so like if you get called up for like seven games only those seven games in your contract right. you get paid oh, okay. more money than you would your salary in the G goes up yeah just for those games dude the number two overall pick since we're talking g league uh, was from the g league uh was it Jalen green from houston right that i got the name right mm, got the name wrong yep, yep. dude he he skipped his, his his one year and said i'm gonna go to the g league i like that i like the fact that the nba is doing that and that they're allowing these guys to say hey if you don't want to go to college which i'm okay with that why go to college for one year and do the one-and-done rule and just give a little bit of hype and then take away from some of the big-name programs that are getting these one-and-done guys? They need to get rid of that one-and-done rule again. Granted, John Calipari's done a great job with what he's done with Kentucky, but I think he could have probably won more championships if he didn't have so many one-and-dones. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Have these guys a little bit more. Nothing wrong with the kids. If they want to do it, so be it. But I like now that they're not making the colleges go through it, bro, because you're letting these kids go straight to the NBA technically now. Yep. But there's a bypass rule, so it's working. I mean, I like it. I don't know if you guys like it. It keeps them in the States, too, instead of maybe possibly playing overseas, right? Because a lot of them go have to go overseas. You know, well, not say have to go overseas, but they like to, you know, keep playing and, you know, and keep they the pay exposure. way more over there, too. Yeah, and keep yeah. the exposure and stuff like and keep the exposure going. So it keeps them, in, you know, in the States. It keeps the, you know, the, the recognition going. And, and it's something new for all of us. We're not used to really seeing it yet. Um, but, it, it, you know, obviously the number two pick just went out of the G League. So... Uh, it's, there's more to come from everything that the NBA is kind of developing from a developmental league style, you know, side. So who's been to any summer league games, whether it's this year or in the past? I mean, I know oh, you and I have been. gone. Yeah, yeah. I've gone every year. But have you guys gone to any games? Not, Not this year. year. Not every this year, year at all? No. Do you plan on going to any games this year? I'm going to try to. I'm trying to go this weekend. I was thinking of going at least to Same. one game. I'm going to be in Cali day, right? this weekend. Yeah, but Sunday's so the last day. I'm going to try to go Saturday. I'm trying to see if I can get there. I want to go to a game either tomorrow or Friday. Yeah. 
I mean, the tickets aren't that expensive either. Like, uh, I think they're like 20, 30 bucks. I mean, I think they're cheaper. 40 bucks. If you just, I think they were like 40 bucks, like, uh, like when they, when they, you know, became available. And then now when, you know, if you wait last minute, you can get them for kind of, kind of cheap. cheap. Yeah. You can get them for pretty cheap actually. And it's uh, crazy what the media summer league has turned into. Yeah. It, it used to be something small, bro. Like now everybody's coming out here and. They're filling up the stands. If it wasn't for COVID, we'd probably have a lot more people, I think, in general. You can yeah. watch some really but, good games in the Cox Pavilion, too. It's such a small arena. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there's only, like, what, like 10 rows. And if you can get a good team playing in there, I mean, you're literally, like, 10 feet away from the yeah. court. And small. You can, yeah, and you get to see every everything. Even so. if you have nosebleed at the Cox Pavilion, bro, it's not really yeah, nosebleed. It's, not really it's, nosebleed. Like, it's oh, a gym. It's you know like, what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like a, a high school, school gym. gym. Yeah, yeah, it's literally yeah. all it is, a high school gym. Eric, since you're so quiet, my man. Yeah, what's going on, man? You good over there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm listening. You, I'm you listening. waking up? Yeah, a little bit. You following any of this NBA Summer League? Uh, I'm trying, man. Uh, I tell them to throw it on at the barbershop. Just leave right, it on. Just leave it on. Yeah, just don't even turn it's it off. A little bit harder, you they know, show the whole COVID thing. It, it kind of takes you out of the mood. But uh, sports, sports has a different feeling these last couple of years. Um, usually, I do keep up with the D League. This year, not so much. Uh, last year I did a 10-1. Um, this year, probably not. I was trying to catch that uh, preseason game for the Raiders, but that's, that's, that's Saturday, on Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah it's on Saturday. That's also Saturday, yeah. So Tickets probably won't happen, cheap. man. But you know, got next year. So real quick, I know we're not talking football, but he just mentioned. It. I know you got season tickets. Do they give you guys any options for the preseason games? Yeah, so we have, it's it's, it's built into the. So it's part of it. It's part. It's okay. ten games. You get ten games. Nice, so you nice. get ten, yeah, you get um your well this year is different right because the Raiders only played one home game, but it's eight homes. It's supposed to be eight regular season games, home games, and then two preseason. But this year because of the way that they structured it, it's one preseason and uh, nine nine, right? yeah. nine home games. So the Chicago game, right? Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. The Chicago got, uh, Chicago game got added. So yep. uh, yeah, it's preseason on Saturday. Uh, and then they're on the road the next two weeks, and then the season starts. So are you 13th. going or are you selling your tickets? I'm selling my tickets. Do you already have a buyer or no? Uh, I already sold the Seahawks. Seahawks are gone. Chiefs are gone. Ra- uh, Redskins are gone. But I got everything else still. So I'm still, you know, the Ravens are the big one. You can't say that word anymore. The R word. It's <laughs> the true. Washington football team. It's now. the Washington oh, right, football right, right. team. Yeah, sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Racist and sexist. Quote. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joke. calling you out. Inside joke. Uh, he just lost $10. He's going to. Oh, is it over? Someone's sour. Oh. Vander Kane's wife over here just wrapped me up. <laughs> <laughs> just going off on me, letting me know, letting all my secrets out. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that, that was a good game though man good bet uh <laughs> see i like that who, who was commentating that game doris Burke. Bur- doris, uh, Burke? doris Burke, yeah. commentating that game, so what are your so. thoughts on doris Burke, right by the way background noise background noise background noise we don't want to say anything to hurt anybody or get anybody upset no. around us but it is what it is but anyways 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 i'm i'm, I'm I, I like summer league i like what they've done with it i like what the nba is doing not only that, it's giving a lot of these guys those opportunities with these two-way contracts, like Quan was talking about that. All right, you're, you're not going to start the season with the main team, but you got those opportunities to jump up. You got those opportunities to come here and make money. Now, let's stick to NBA before we get into some soccer talk. I had a buddy of mine that texted me this article. Obviously, there's articles everywhere, sources here, there, this, and that, right? I don't know if you guys saw the proposed trade with Philly, Portland, and Golden State. Where CJ McCollum and I forgot what other player would go to Philly with some draft picks. Mm. Portland, um, I forgot who Portland would get, but I know Golden State would get Seth, Steph's brother, and they would also get um, Ben Simmons. 
I, I, I said, Who would Portland I, get in that situation? Like, draft picks and money, I think it is. is that, I'm, I, looking, I, I'm looking it up right now. I was looking at Quan for the NBA so answer. Look, She's here, like, here, what I, they getting, Quan? <laughs> I just want to make sure that I have it because it's right here in front of me. So I want to make sure that I give you guys the correct information. So it's a possible three-way trade, right? So here's what it is. It was in, the pro, in the proposed trade scenario by SportsNow, the Warriors would get Curry and Ben Simmons. The Sixers would receive CJ McCullough, Damian Lee, and two future first-round picks. Mm-hmm. While the Trailblazers would obtain Andrew Wiggins and Moses Moody, like I like it for Golden State. I, call me crazy. I like it for everyone except <clears throat> the Trailblazers. Yeah, Blazers mess out on a lot. Yeah, right. I mean, you lose McCollum, who's a, a, a great number two, right, and and can make those clutch shots, steps up in big time. Uh, definitely deserves more spotlight than what he's getting right now yep. behind Dame. Um, but yeah, I would, I wouldn't. If I were Portland, I mean. What, you're trying to get some money off the books. What do you I mean? What are you trying to do here? Because he's a he, CJ, he's right? Re, he's really. I, I take McCollum. I, I would keep him in that in that situation. But see, at this point, if this trade happens, what happens with Dame? What what are we what are we doing with Dame at this point? Right. Or I mean, what's in Dame's mind at this point? Exactly. Like so, you're not bringing anybody in, and now you're getting rid of someone like CJ. What does that tell you as a player that this organization is doing? Not much for me to stay around. Like obviously, I'm not Damon Lillard. I'm not in his head. I don't know what he's thinking. But if it's me, I don't feel that they care about me or the longevity of me staying with this team. Because if you're really possibly thinking of pulling the trigger on this trade and getting rid of my number two guy, because CJ's his number two guy, let's be real. You only brought in Carmelo, which we know who Carmelo is and isn't. He wasn't the guy that was going to change anything for the Portland Trailblazers or, or Damian Lillard for them to win a chip. He brought them a little more, some scoring, some excitement. We get that. That's a trade proposal by a website, though, right? Is that what... Correct. These are proposed trades, but it's not just on one website. It's on more yeah, than one. Few. So oh, that's okay. what I'm saying. If if this were to happen and you're Damian Lillard, I'm not liking it. I, at this point, if it's speculation or speculation, then it might come out that I'm out. I really want to get out at this point. But then if that happens and you want, oh, I like that beat. But if you want to get out, where are you going to get out at this point? Who is going to take you? Who has enough leverage or enough to pull that trigger on a Damian Lillard trade? I don't know. Yeah, like I, people are making a big deal about what uh, Dame posted on Twitter, on Instagram too. What did he post? Um, let me pull it up. What do you think, Eric? Though, what do you think about all this? You think Ben Simmons will be good with Golden State, or you you're not a big Ben Simmons fan? I don't think Ben Simmons will be good with anybody, to be honest. <laughs> That's a true right there. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Give he, me your He just doesn't have it in him, man. He doesn't have that 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 work ethic in him. People say it all the time. Um, I'm not an expert. I don't really follow Philly like that. I'm a big Laker fan, and I follow all Laker games. Um, I don't really see Ben fitting in with anybody, really. Yeah. I mean, maybe on a average, low-level team, maybe, probably. He's a point guard who can't shoot. Right. I mean, he's a point guard who can't shoot. Right. That's so. what I'm yeah. saying. With Golden State, it's a perfect fit. He don't have to shoot. Exactly. So if he was, it is a good fit with. It is a great fit with Golden State, right? But in order for that to work, I mean, Portland's got to be involved in it, and I would definitely bow out of that right for for him to draw attention he's got to be some type of shooter you know even if he does go to golden state he's he's not going to be able to to make plays i don't believe um i mean what's he going to do run it in and dish it out right he's stepping into like a well i'm gonna say i know under with him and Embiid, like he shares a lot of that spotlight but if he definitely goes to to Golden State and they the don't get off his shoulders and, and they don't get yeah I mean he can definitely there can go two ways right it's a double-edged sword he can definitely maybe thrive in that you know role player role or just disappear um, or just exactly disappear and yeah. just shade not, into the dark yeah and <laughs> just never be you know just just kind of 
you know, get o- way overshadowed by. Uh, just by, send them down to the Santa Cruz Warriors and just work Santa on the jump shot. By Curry, Clay, you know, Draymond's still there. They just re-signed Iguodala, right? They're bringing yeah. back the. They're, yeah. they're bringing back Iggy. the. They're bringing back the you know the championship team. So, uh, it, I would. It, it's nice to have blockbuster trades like that. Yeah. Um, but. When, when Makes for a good conversation. Oh, absolutely. Obviously, you know, we just talked about it for five minutes straight. So, <laughs> but yeah, I would if Portland. Yeah, it's not. That's I don't like that. Once again, you're tuning to Straight Bet Sports live here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. We greatly appreciate each and every one of you joining us tonight and every single Wednesday night as you do. Big shout out to Goose Thomas. He's with Rob. He said my one preseason ticket is sold for the Hawks. So he's like, I'm not going because he also has Raiders. Oh, he's splitting it with something. Did he say. No, he, Goose Thomas. No, but he's uh, he has like he says his one priest. Oh, it's bro. Okay, uh, probably sharing it with somebody. Probably yeah, yeah. something like that. But he sold his, so they're uh, going for pretty cheap. I'll be honest with you. The last time I checked, they were like seventy five bucks. I mean, plus tax. I mean, just getting in the building for seventy five bucks is not a bad deal. I mean, yeah. you get this. I mean, I, you don't know who you're gonna see, right? Correct. But uh, you know, and it's it, still a it's still a Legion Stadium. It's an NFL but, atmosphere, and it's the Raiders, right? Yeah, and who it's is the it's, it's huge experience, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, I'm sure all the fans are gonna be there, regardless of who what product they're putting on the field. So I, I, I still think it's a good buy at seventy five. I mean, even if you wait a little bit longer, um, you know, maybe get in there for fifty, sixty bucks. So let's talk Lakers. Let's finish it off. Let's let, <laughs> let's finish off talking NBA with with, with some Lakers talk because I want to get Eric's. Thoughts. Yeah, let's hear Eric because I, I want to get went off last thought. week about how, already, who I like and who I don't exactly. like. Exactly. He he was already talking about the Lakers and he's a Laker fan, so we're gonna put you on blast right here, my man. We're gonna put you on blast because we want to get your thoughts on what you think and how you feel about the Lake Show legacy. <laughs> he did do it today. <laughs> I told you he always does it. Modelo time. Anyways, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Eric. Let us know how you feel about the Lakers. We talked about it last week. We talked NBA free agency. We talked about all these deals that went down. Not only that, the Lakers super team right now, if you want to call it that. And I read it in two different articles, two different websites. The Lakers are thinking of bringing back Isaiah Thomas if he can stay healthy and prove that he can pass the physical. I like that because I like Isaiah, and I think he can still give some. What are your thoughts on the Lakers right now with everybody that they got? I'm not going to name everyone. You know who they are. You follow the team. You've been watching SportsCenter. Are they the legitimate favorite now to win the title in your eyes? And don't give me the, the Laker fan. Don't give me the Laker fan answer. Give me the actual For NBA the next fan 10 answer. years. <laughs> How do you feel about everything that went down with the Lakers, the moves that they did? And is it worth it? Because you even said it. They're the oldest team in the league. The average age yeah. is 33 years old. The youngest starter... Projected is 28 years old, and that's Anthony Davis. Mm. Um, well, to start off, the, the Isaiah Thomas uh, news is new to me. Um, that's kind of exciting, you know. I, didn't he just score 81 points? Yeah. Uh, what was it, not, last Pro night? Am game, right? Pro, Pro Am, am game, game, game like that, yeah. right? So, um, he's he's always been a grinder, man. He's, he he was dope with Boston. Um, I like him. I always have. I, I'm not a Boston fan. You know that. But, Correct. You give respect uh, where it's due. He, he's dope, man. He's he, he's really dope. Um, getting back to our roster, uh, yeah, it is the uh, oldest roster on paper in NBA history. Um, big names. You, you can't do nothing but get excited about it. Um, of course, they're expected to do a lot. And if they don't, uh, we're going to have a lot of people clowning us. You know <laughs> For that. For sure. Uh, people love to hate. Um, but... I don't know, man. Let's let's. I believe that the Lakers will come out of the West. Whether, whether they'll take it, um, if if Brooklyn meets them there, that's gonna be tough, man. Um, That'd be nice, though. I'm, I'm a Laker fan, man. I'm, I'm, you know me, Lakers 2022, man. Let's go. Let's get it. 
that's the that's the finals everyone wants to see, right? That's what we wanted to see last year. We wanted to see or this past season. Yeah. Um is Nets. I think Brooklyn LA would be the best finals you would see. Of right. course. But as long right. as everybody goes into it healthy. Right. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Because if you're gonna have a team that's average age 33 years old, you're gonna talk about health. That's why all the other signings that they brought in, some of the guys they brought back that people are making fun of, these are guys that are gonna give you those good nine, ten minutes. I know they don't sound that great. But those eight or nine, ten minutes that you're gonna help LeBron get off the court, or 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 any of these uh, Russell Westbrook get off the court, you have guys like Trevor Ariza, Kendrick Nunn, the guys that they picked up that are gonna give you those type of minutes. That it's gonna help when it comes to quote unquote load management, if you want to call it that. You see what I'm saying? Instead of LeBron and AD and these players having to sit two or three games because they want to rest, they might not have to do that anymore. As long as these key role players that they sign can come in a lot of the guys that they signed had career years that were shooting over 40 percent from the three-point line things like that so they brought in a little more shooters so it's interesting to see as a laker fan i've been going over this since the last show since we talked about it people are gonna call me crazy just because i'm a laker fan i honestly think that it's between us and brooklyn and there is no other in or out i think the lakers right. and the brooklyn nets right now are the two best teams in the nba without having to play the game yet with with whatever rosters we got right. granted brooklyn i think didn't really do much movement. They're pretty much the same what they had last year. The Lakers are the ones that revamped completely. So call me crazy. I think it. I think it's Brooklyn and, and the Lakers that are 100% favorites. It has to be. It has to be. I mean, if we're if we're going off bets, I got the bets here. Obviously, we got the lines. Lakers are plus 300 to win it all. Right below them, Nets plus 350, and the Warriors at plus 550. That's the interesting one mm. because the Warriors didn't even make what didn't even make the playoffs last year, right? Right. They yeah, were they were fighting they for it. They haven't been healthy for how long now? But that's yeah. what I'm saying. You're, you're, I know you're gonna get Clay back, right? He's supposed to be healthy. I, I know you got Steph still. You have your core players. They're that favorite, and there's rumors of possible trades and things that are going on. And not only that, they haven't been anything for the last couple years. So it's crazy what the odds makers are thinking. Who's after the Golden State? What's that? Who's after Golden State? After Golden State, the Bucks, the defending champs, at plus eight hundred. And the next Suns plus sixteen hundred. It doubles. Keep going. Clippers plus 1,600. Okay. Jazz plus 2,000. 76ers plus 2,000. Hawks 22 to 1, which I kind of like that one. This is the one that I really like. As long as Murray is healthy all season, the Denver Nuggets are 28 to 1 That's to win the one. NBA championship. That's a, That's a really good if one. If you're looking to get some value off of your money and you're not just trying to get one of these favorites, 28 to 1 is not a bad That's pick a really whatsoever. good bet that you can actually take and possibly flip that ticket later on in the, in the later on during the year closer to the playoff time yeah. or even during playoffs because you know they're a playoff team, right? When 100%. Murray's healthy, they're they're I don't want to say they're 100% locked, but they're a playoff team, right? And even without Murray. Yeah, and defending and <laughs> even without, right, you got and, the MVP. Um and depending on where they finish, I mean, you, you can really I mean, you can you can flip that ticket no matter. That's actually a really good bet. <laughs> like you're going over. See, that's 20, why I wanted to bring up these odds. Yeah, I know twenty-eight to one, you. especially with that what prop swap or whatever, where you can like exactly. you can flip your ticket now. So, I, yeah, you can definitely. I think that's a lock. I mean, to get you're gonna, they'd really have to fall off the map in order to not get better odds than that as they as the playoffs approach next. You know, as this upcoming season. Here's one for you, if you want to take a shot. I know it's crazy, and they're just coming back to relevance. The Knicks forty to one. No, nah, I'm straight. <laughs> no, no, okay. I'm, I'm, maybe, maybe with the I, I, I still like Dallas. Like that, you know? Yeah, I still like Dallas. I think I don't Dallas think would do that to himself though. I don't look what look at every single signing that the Knicks have made in the last five ten years. Not the greatest. Like, oh, yeah. Well, no, no, I'm saying not the greatest. I mean, it's everybody comes in with these crazy hopes that this is going to be the chosen one that's going to change everything, and look what's happened. 
I mean, same they, thing they, every they did make it time. to the playoffs last year. Yeah. You know, that's, that, I mean, talking about the Knicks, it's, it's, that's a huge step up for the Knicks, you know? I know. I, uh, I don't disagree with that. But to, to finish the playoffs, them, how long? Yeah, but, they, have, they haven't been relevant until you know last year. For what well, they came yeah. in number four seed, four, right? yeah. four seed, and then and just then the, got just and then the, lost four to one against the Hawks. Right. But so, they made it. The though, lower man. seed. They made it. <laughs> hey, Trey Young, man, he ain't no joke. Trey Young. But that's no a win. Joke. I mean, Trey for, Young for, is for what legit. the Knicks have been doing over the, the last twenty years, like that's that's a win. I mean, if you're counting that as a win, like hey, we made it to the playoffs, that's a W. Like, of course not. You got to do more than that. Yeah, you may be a little bit ahead of schedule, but I mean. They don't even have a super. They don't even have a superstar. So, <laughs> <laughs> once again, you're tuning to Straight Bet Sports live here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. Quan, I just noticed something. He owes me ten bucks. No, Brian's <laughs> name tag is wrong. Uh oh. Who but is it's it? all good. Who does it say? It says that we got two Eric Navarros in the building. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, it's all good. Two Salvadorans. That's all good. That's all, all right, good, right? right? That's all, all that good. matters. It's all love. But fellas, let's jump into some talk soccer talk. Please, we got a lot to talk about when it comes to soccer. Obviously, Messi, a <laughs> lot, lot of movement with Messi. But let's start off with the game that happened today. Obviously, you and I were going back and forth on our Chelsea group chat that yes, we have sir. here in Las Vegas. Chelsea pulls off the victory, technically 6-5 in penalty shootouts. Crazy game. The craziest thing about it, backup goalkeeper. If you guys did not watch this game, Tuckle makes a move with at the 119th minute, I believe, right? A minute before the game's basically called off after the second extra time. Brings in his backup goalkeeper. And the best part about it is that the, 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 the main goalkeeper didn't even fight it. Didn't even come out. He was cool with it. He understood what was going on. Now, at the time, we didn't know this, but we found out about this after the game, Brian, that we were wondering, why did Tuckle make this move? What was it about yeah, I was flipping this out. move that he saw, right? <laughs> I was like, like, why I, is this dude warming exactly, up right like, now? Like, what is he doing? This is We're trying to win the Super Cup final here, right? Yeah. But afterwards, it came out that he has analysts and people that check statistics and that statistics showed that Keppa was the better goalkeeper to bring in. Obviously, it proved it did. He stopped two of the goals. Yep. And he, he stopped them looking pretty good, too. It was, it was very convincing. He, he guessed, uh, what was it? He predicted the the, the the direction of the shot, I think, out of uh, on four of them. And then one of them he just got. He jumped a little early. But, I mean, he, he knows what he, he knew for the most part where the ball was going. And just either it was too fast or he jumped a little too early or too late. But... Yeah, I mean, obviously we're not head coaches on a on a team that's owned by a billionaire, right? So uh, clearly Tuchel knows way more than we did. But yeah, I was I was terrified. Like just in the group, like I said, it's like what is happening? He's kept us shorter and slower than Mendy, and proved me wrong. I mean, happily proved me wrong. But yeah, it was it was a little sketchy when I saw him warming up, and I was like, what is happening right now? It was like, scary I to thought, see. Well, I thought Mendy got hurt because I thought I missed something because I was I was working at the same time. Yeah. And I was just like, what is going on? And then, yeah, that shut me up real quick. So, look, another thing, too, though, a lot of people are saying it, and I even heard it out there, and even the commentators on Spanish said it, but they didn't say it in a bad way. They said it from what they're seeing and people talk to. They, they basically throw down the Supercopa. They, they basically say it. it's not really that big of a championship. It doesn't really matter. In my opinion, I disagree. You have the UEFA Cup champion, which the UEFA Cup is one of uh, the— The Europa? Not, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what the I mean? The secondary cup. Yeah, yeah. It's just— it means a lot. At the end of the day, you got to understand that if you're going to get silverware, any silverware matters. I get it that some are on a higher level, right? Some Absolutely. mean more. But you you, you got to agree with me that no matter what silverware it is, every piece of silverware that you gather matters. Especially for a guy like Tuckle right now after winning the UEFA Champions League, right? Yep. After trying to show everyone, we're going to turn the page here with Chelsea and bring them back. Chelsea had a lot of different managers before him that didn't pan out the right way that they expected it to be, right? 
Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's weird, right? So, like, Frank Lampard, like, I don't care what anybody tells you. I mean, Tuchel would not gotten where he got with this team without some of the foundations that Lampard had put in place, right? Okay. Like, bringing in T- Tammy Abraham, bringing back Callum Hudson-Odoi, all these other cats that were from the from the youth team, bringing, bringing them back from the loans and stuff like that. Billy Gilmore, all these different, all these younger guys. Um, and, of course, they had some signings and stuff when Tuchel t- took over. But for the most part, this was Lampard's team. He just kind of, you know, I don't know if he lost them or his tactics just weren't there. But Tuchel obviously was good enough to get him to win the Champions League. Yeah. You know, not to win the EPL because they were a little too far behind. But if this rumor that Lukaku is coming back, I mean, that's going to solve the answer in the front. You know, because, I mean, even today, like I'm, like in an article that I was reading earlier, how long can Tuchel wait on Timo Werner? Another German, you know, they have that German connection and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, Ziyech got hurt, you know, Kai Havertz had some really bad passes and misses. If you have a guy that's solid up front and you get good service, you know, from a Pulisic, if he's not, you know, feeding the ball to you, from a Conte, from a Jorginho, they could win EPL, they could win the Champions League. I don't care what PSG's doing right now, honestly. <laughs> Which we're um, going to talk about know, that. We'll, we'll get to that in a yeah. bit. But there's there's a lot of cause for concern for a lot of the teams in in, in, uh, in in England right now. If Lukaku goes, I think that catapults them to the top, honestly. And that's just not me talking as a Chelsea fan. That's just looking at statistics and statistics and, 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 the way and, it is. and how he finishes. Nobody finishes like Lukaku. Just look what he did in the Euros when he just muscled his way through a really like a whole collapsed defense. Like it was like six dudes on him. His muscled style through fits. all of them and just he's what. His style just fits Premier League that, yeah. you know, like that rough he's and tough. Yeah, yeah, he's a, exactly. He's a bully. And that's what you have to be in the Premier League is literally a bully like that, that, you know, that Europe, that, I mean, that uh, like Spanish, you know, or Spain, tiki top, you know, and back and forth. If In Premier League is, is meant to, you it's know, tough. it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Oh, yeah. And you don't necessarily have to be as fast to succeed in that league. And just, just knowing the way that Lukaku plays, I think that that him, if he goes to Chelsea, I definitely do agree that that kind of puts them towards the top, uh, you know, of the of the you know the odds uh, yeah. especially with liverpool i mean liverpool that's my team right and they kind of that's like the third time Sorry, <laughs> that's, that's my fault you. that's my no, fault so i'm saying that's my fault um but that's you know they've they've these these last couple this last year like they really fell <laughs> off liverpool right and there's a couple times where I would text my, you know, fellow Liverpool fans and I'd be That's like injuries too though, right? Like you know, Van Dyke yeah, was hurt. A lot of injuries, right? Yeah. Um, but there are certain games that they should have won for sure. Uh I know there's just, there's always those games in the Premier League that Chelsea, that Liverpool, that Man City, that Tottenham lose, and they're just like but then again, you're always like, It's the Premier League, right? Yeah. Where anything can happen on a given day. Uh, especially when it's, you know, during the week on a Tuesday, you're like, dude, Tottenham lost today to, you know, the last place team. But I, I think that there were certain situations that, you know, Klopp didn't put, didn't, he, he got out coached and he didn't put the right, right squad on the field for what he had remaining, yeah. uh, minus the injuries. Uh, and there was a couple of times where I was like, is it time? Is it time? You know, you think, you know, with his track record with Liverpool, like how, how, you know, you think you would look, we look at him like he has like the longest leash, right? Yeah. Like he has a huge leash and the way that they kind of performed given, given the situation, I know they, you know, like we said, we just, they had injuries, but couple times i text some people like is it time you know is it time to maybe you know consider maybe moving him uh moving on from him to to some somebody else so i mean they won what they prior to a couple years ago they won the champions league in 05 yeah and then prior to that they had never won the premier league so a lot of fans have a lot of this adoration so the same thing with us chelsea fans i mean look what like we all we all got upset when they when they when they sacked lampard right 
I mean, I, I can see it. I don't because think... Because we're fans of him. That's the difference. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, he was part of the club you know and what everything. I mean? it's yeah, for sure. Right. Super I feel like in the Premier League, they ha- you know, th- there's some diehards. You know, you know yeah. no matter how bad your team is, like there's diehard Burnley fans that just live, oh, eat, yeah. and breathe Burnley. They know they're most likely never going to win a Premier League. Maybe that one day they'll have that least sister city, you know, city, you know, that that type of uh, run. But but that's that, how English soccer fans that, and are. And that's the best part about yeah. it, right? I mean, that's a, that's that's every soccer, European soccer. I mean, there's teams that, you know, that root for Torino in, in the, the Italian League. And there's so many. And they, they are diehard. And they, they you know, they'll, they'll go to battle for that team. Yeah. Even oh, yeah. though the future has never been bright. Um, it, it may have its bright spots. But, it, you know, you know, teams... Like West Ham and, and and other teams that kind of know in advance that you're probably never going to be able to compete. You know, you'll beat them. Don't get me wrong, but to win a Premier League, you won't play that well consistently. Consistently, yeah, consistently yeah. but consistently enough, they're yeah. still going to go to bat for their team at at all times, and they're still going to you know uh, you know fight with the best of them. You know, no matter how no matter how good you are. So Primo Eddie chimed in while we were talking about it, and he said he heard it. He goes, "Do you guys like the move?" For Romelu Lukaku to Chelsea, obviously we agree, it. we love it, yeah, we think it's a good move. move. He says you guys already answered not to my Chelsea. Question. I'm not agreeing with Chelsea. I just think in the <laughs> of Premier course League, not, you're not you're not a Chelsea fan. <laughs> in Chelsea, I, in, we, in the we, Premier we, League, we have a a, a rival yeah, yeah. over here. It's in in the Premier League, I think he fits perfectly, but obviously I wouldn't want to see him with Chelsea. Yeah, so what do you think about Pulisic's play today? I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I I don't think it was the greatest. I think he could have played a little bit better. Obviously, the situation of him coming in after the goal scorer getting injured, you know, it is what it is. I want to see more from him, though. I want them to use him a lot more. I want to see him starting more than I want to see him coming off of the bench, though. I think he will. So I agree. It wasn't the most optimal performance, right? Like uh, the the second half of this past season after the um, the COVID suspension or whatever you want, the COVID break, right? Yeah. Leading up to that COVID break, Pulisic was the guy. He was the guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was moving the ball. He was doing all that stuff. Uh, I don't know if it was the break that kind of took him out of it. Maybe got hurt, pulled something, whatever. I mean, because we did notice that he would start one game, then wouldn't wouldn't even dress in the next game. There's some lingering and nagging issues and whatnot. I don't know if there's still a little bit of that, but also um, when I played, if I had to come in earlier than next, because all that stuff strategized, right? right? Like, Brian, you're going to go in on minute 65 if this is the situation or or Rob, you're going to go in at this time if this is the situation, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's all the strategy. That's how, same thing with basketball, right? So I don't know if they were, ex- I mean, obviously you don't expect an injury to the person that just scored your goal five minutes prior. So um, I think it had a lot to do with not enough warming up. He is one of those players, I think, that requires like a full warm up and you can't really warm up in a game. I used to be one of those idiots that would just jump on the field and now I regret it, but. He rarely plays ninety minutes too. He, yeah, he's he's not one of those Max players. Max is like seventy, seventy-five. Right. He, even if he starts, or even if he comes in, you know, obviously if he comes in later, he's not going to play all ninety. But when he does start, I mean, I think the U.S. is probably the only place that he plays all ninety minutes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's either injuries or it's just a lot of you know strategic. But he is, you know, he's yeah. he's fast. I he's, think he's I think he's going to be. I think he's primed for a. I wouldn't say a breakout year, but it's going to be something that we expect, especially if he has somebody up front because he. It'll open up that lane for him too, because if they're, if, if if people are focusing on Lukaku, in the center front to the right or to the left, that opens up a lane for 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 Pulisic to do what he did against Real Madrid when he didn't want to pass the ball to Timo anymore and just put the ball on himself, right? Yeah. So like there's situations like that that are going to open up when all that pressure is on Lukaku, right? So I think there's going to be a lot of good stuff that's coming for uh, for Pulisic this coming year. Fun to see. Hopefully, we get the EPL locked up this season. Now, not only that, nope. you, Unaya, <laughs> is that how you say it? Unaya Emery? 
Unai Emery. Unai Emery. Yeah. Arsenal. The old Four Arsenal. times now he's lost the Super Cup. Three with Sevilla, one with Villarreal, I believe. Yeah, he's the he's the Europa League champion of champions, but you, that's you, as far as he gets. You know who he is? <laughs> Who was the coach of the, of the Buffalo Bills? Oh, Le uh, Levy. Mark Levy. Marley. He's the, he's, Marley. He's the Levy of, of the yeah, European man. soccer league, basically. But yeah, man, good game today. Glad Chelsea got it. Another piece of silverware to add to their collection. Another trophy for Polisi, which is good. He's becoming probably is going to turn into the most accomplished American. I think he already is. Probably has to be, right? I think at this he already point. is as far as, as far as a club play. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the guy is amazing. I just want to see more of him. He's still young, which is good. I just hope they use him right and don't ruin his career. You know what I mean? It's very possible. Seen it with a lot of players. Um, If we're going back to EPL, I remember uh, Michael Owen. Uh, oh, yeah. um, Michael Owen's career got derailed big time in the EPL. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of players that are talented, Michael but it all depends. Yeah, remember, but I it all depends on Liverpool. how <laughs> they actually use these guys and keep yeah. them prepared going forward. So, Chelsea, congrats from some fans here in the studio. We're glad that you pulled it off. Now we got to continue with some soccer, but before we do so, again, we are live here on Straight Bet Sports Guerrilla Cross Radio. You are tuned in live on a Wednesday night. If you want to give us a call, phone lines are open as they are every single Wednesday night. 702 702-608. 3259 is the phone number here to give us a call. We're going to jump into some Leo Messi talk. Obviously, I'm half Argentine and I'm a big Messi fan, as you guys already know. I've been very critical of him throughout his career. I, I even at one point said that Ronaldo was better than him, but now that he won the Copa America, I kind of balanced him out a little bit more even. Now, I'm not a Barcelona fan, but just like Rob, we, we used to support Barcelona because R Rob's a big Suarez fan. Luis Suarez mm. and Suarez played with Barcelona. So, obviously, I still got Messi's jerseys and all of that. 34 years old, guys. We saw the move. We saw what happened. If you guys saw the press conference, he was very teary-eyed, a lot of crying. You know, it, it, it's tough when you're someone that, when you were 13, you got signed by one of the, if not the greatest football organizations in the whole world, right? And they groomed him to be who he became. They already knew what they had when they got this guy. 13 years old, 34 now, 21 years of his, basically his whole life he has spent in Barcelona. His wife, he's got the same one. He's got the kids. They grew up there. Everything, right? I'm not going to go through numbers and go through stats. We know what 600 and some goals, whatever the, the ridiculous goals. number that he has. All of the trophies. All of the trophies. And even though some people say, well, some of those are Copa del Rey. They don't matter this much as, as the UA for this and that. He's got trophies. What about six Ballon d'Ors? How about that? How about that? Exactly. <laughs> now... We saw the move PSG, which I'll be honest with you, it kind of caught me off guard at first because you and I, Rob, the previous shows we talked about. Man City. It, exactly. If he leaves Barcelona, where is he going to go? He's going to go to Man City. He's going to go to Man City. So it was reported that Man City was actually one of the places that he was interested in going, but it just did not happen. Now, a lot of people say they're trying to put the blame on Barcelona. They try to put the blame on Laporta, right? I think that's his name. The, the, oh, the old president. The old president. Yeah, yeah. Because he says one thing. People come out and say another. Messi in his press conference didn't want to throw anybody underneath the bus, but he did kind of basically mention, not in these exact words, I did everything I could to, to stay. stay here. But the problem is, at the end of the day, it's a business. People, just like any other sport, it's a business. Barcelona technically might not even be able to keep the guys that they brought in. One of them being El Cunahuero. Because those contracts aren't even finalized yet. He's out 10 weeks. Because there's, <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't too. even matter <laughs> now because... Those contracts aren't even finalized. The right. deals aren't even done. Barcelona is so contracts. much in debt. They said the only way that Messi would have been able to play this year was if he played for free. Yeah, That's how much they could not afford him this year. But then there's reports that come out and say that's not true. 
that there was a deal that was going to be made with other t other clubs in the in, 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 in the league. There was other things going on with money that would have brought in money for the league that would have allowed Barcelona to like sign $3 Messi. Billion dollars something like that. that would have 10% of all their profits for the next CDC 10 years. CDC company or whoever yeah, yeah. they were that would have brought in some more revenue that would have allowed them to sign Barcelona, uh, to, to sign Messi, right? At the end of the day, we're not the front office. We're fans. We're, we're behind the mic. We're chopping it up. We're talking soccer. We can just talk about what we see and what we read. Now, I'm going to go with what Messi said. It's kind of like the Aaron Rodgers, you know, press conference that he had the other day. He threw him under the bus without throwing him under the bus, if you want to call it that. I honestly believe and I feel that Messi did try to do everything he could to stay there as well. I don't think Barcelona did enough. By you bringing in some of these players, Gunawero being one of them, and, and hoping to, to keep Messi here, there's not much else there for Messi left. As were PSG, PSG got it made. Two-year deal, possible three years, I believe, with a player, player option for the third. He can make up to $75 million dollars with endorsements and everything else, I believe his signing bonus is $35 million alone just to sign with the team. Crazy money, right, for a guy that's 34 years old that some people say he doesn't have much left in the tank. I disagree. PSG, in my opinion, has the greatest transfer window, if you want to call it that, in soccer history. Look at the players that they have now set up on this team. You got Mbappe, right? Which is in line to take over as the best player in the world, in my opinion, right he's now. He's leaving, though. <laughs> I don't know. I don't no, know they already, he's already, like, in the books. He's leaving. He's got one year. That's it. We'll is see. It? No, he's Neymar. leaving. Neymar. Okay, even if it's one year. You got this one year with Messi. Neymar. They got Di Maria. You got Di Maria. <laughs> you got Sergio Ramos, which was Messi's, you know. Arch rival. Arch rival competition. Now, How many red cards did he get for fouling Messi? <laughs> Gianluigi, the, the, the goalkeeper. I'm Donnarumma. And now, which kind of sucks, Verratti. though. They have Verratti. Verratti. What are we talking about? They got Kimpembe, Verratti, uh, Wijnaldum from Liverpool, mm -hmm. Marquinhos, and uh, the kid that Chelsea was trying to pick up, uh, Hakimi. This squad is pretty scary looking, but um, Rafinha too. Wow. Yeah, no. And so that, we know they're going to run through. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to run <laughs> through League One. Player. They're going to run through League One. Yeah. There's no doubt about that, right? And that's well, that's the that's the question, right? That's the like, problem I have yeah. with the signing. Go ahead. Uh, th that's like the big lingering question in my opinion or in my mind is yes they'll smoke Ligon right you have a uh, you have the only two kind of competitive teams are Lyon and Marseille <laughs> and then after that you know how much how long is that depth gonna last right yeah you got some young guns and stuff but if Leo Messi is gonna be that one peg that puts you over and he gets hurt I'm not saying he's 34 I mean Sports medicine is way better now than it was 10, 15 years ago, right? Yeah. I mean, look at Tom Brady. This dude's like throwing freaking laser beams from like the five yard line at 43. He's talking about playing until like his arm literally 50. falls off, right? Yeah. Something crazy like that. No then you got Derek Carr saying he wants to play till he's 45 now with sports medicine, right? So I'm not saying Derek it's Carr not... got to make sure he has a job past this <laughs> yeah, season before he starts talking about that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is if Leo Messi gets hurt and this same core that was here last year, with the exception of the goalkeeper, uh, Hakimi and Sergio Ramos, like Sergio Ramos, in my opinion, in the last couple of years has become a liability in the back line okay. for for Real Madrid. Just my opinion. Um, Hakimi, fast dude hasn't been really tested he's just uh he's a prospect right and then you got everybody else when alden proven champions league winner uh variety proven kimpembe kind of a question mark for me neymar he's done it you know so there's there there is some talent there i just don't know how long it's gonna last because not only do they have legoon they have 
uh, their cup, the French cup, whatever it's called. I'm not sure off the top of my head. You have the Champions League, which they've qualified for as well. Like, is that depth going to last? Even with a Rafinha on the, on the bench, even with a Kaylor Navas True. on the bench, right? Like, who's going to be their cup goalkeeper? This, there's so many different aspects. Question marks, too. Yeah, like, in my opinion, right? Am I, am I saying that they're not going to win it all? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying there's some question marks as far as how it's going to gel together. I mean, they just struggled against arguably one of the worst teams in, in, in French football in Troy this past weekend and barely squeaked out a 2-1 win, you know? And that's without a Messi, obviously. And Messi's probably not even going to be playing until about a month from now. Yeah. So you got three or four games that they got to figure out their own system, and then you got to put in arguably the best player of all time in there and share the ball with them. You know, there's a lot of guys that like having the ball on their foot right there. I like the move. I don't like it. I wish I wish Messi the like best, it? obviously. I don't like it at all. I'm getting the jersey, and, and I don't know if this is his mentality. You're going to pay $120 for no, that? Oh, no, no. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know if this is his mentality, but this is why I think he got the number 30, and we're going to move on because we got a couple minutes left here on the show. To let everybody know the guy in front of you that just burnt you, that just juked you and just scored, is in his 30s. I'm just saying. Because remember, when Deion Sanders came back and played with the Ravens, he wore number 37 and let everybody know the dude covering you that just beat you and took that ball from you is 37 years old. So, hey, maybe it's a mental thing. Who knows? But it's also a number he's used in the past when he started with Barcelona. Yeah. So he's going back to it. Yeah, that jersey is $120 unless they're replica. Not paying 120 but we'll, we'll move fair. on from there. Good conversations, man. <laughs> Best of luck to Leo Messi. Can't wait for that season to get started and get everything going there. We got about eight minutes here left on the show, give or take. So real quick. I just want to get your thoughts. A couple seconds. Let me know. Rob, you and I talked about this in the past before we had, you weren't on that show, but we had Kevin Kruger, UNOV men's basketball coach on the show. I think they're going to hire his pops. I'm AD? glad I'm glad yeah, Desiree so. Reed-Francois is Bye. gone. Even when she signed that extension, I knew that she wasn't going to be here. People are saying, oh, well, she's done so much. The, the, the Fertitta complex. Nope, she didn't a do that. That was Tony Sanchez. Whether you want to accept it or not, Sanchez got that done, not her. The only good thing, in my opinion, that she's done for UNOV Interview Sports, she hired Lindy LaRock. She's a friend of the show. She's been on our show. She was great in her first year, Coach of the Year. I think Mountain West Conference Coach of the Year. They, they had a great run to start the season, and when they got into their tournament, didn't do that great, but still, first year as a head coach ever, and look what she did. I think that's the only good hire, but... I think I'm, I, it's good that she's gone. I think they go after Lon Kruger, even though it's tough because if it doesn't work out, he's got to fire his son real quick. Rob, what do you think? I think it's a good uh, it's a good signing. I mean, it just we talked about it when we when we you know on that show, uh, not with him on it obviously because I wasn't there. But um, but how long is the leash at that point? Like that's an awkward conversation, right? That you have to have, and I don't know. I. Is that is that what the is that what everyone's saying is that it's it's now Likely like all folding out it's all playing out to to work out this way because that that is a it's almost like a conflict of interest right yeah. when you have someone when you're yeah. when someone I don't want to say they work for you but you know you're gonna have to report to someone and that person is your dad right so uh, I, I it would be great from a recruiting standpoint um, to you know have two big names or his you know his name you know on top of it, all of it but. I don't. I don't think that's the way that. I don't think that's that's fair to everyone else that's going to be working uh, in the athletic department for you know, for them to you know how long is everyone's leash at that point, exactly. right? So Coming that's just my two cents on it. Yeah, I mean it. It would be great for recruiting. Obviously, we want to see more. We want to see a better product on the court when it comes to you know UNLV because we go to the games Correct. and you know we want to see a bigger crowd and you know just everything. Yeah, and overall, I think that it's 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 probably not going to work out to where he ends up being the AD. Eric, what you think, bro? 
I know you got thoughts on that too. I know you follow UNOV basketball, and I've I talked really to you about that. I really don't. Uh, I've been to a couple of UNLV games. Um, I just felt like they could have more fans in the stands, man. Um, um, it's a lot of empty spaces, man. Um, not everybody gets going when they score and stuff like that. It was kind of weird to me. I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed basketball, period. But uh, I just thought they could do with a little, uh, a little bit better with some fans out there showing some initiative. What you think, Brian? Uh, goodbye, DRF. <laughs> Good riddance. See Hasta um, luego. Who? Uh, oh, Desiree. Desiree. Yeah, Desiree. I, don't, I don't even want to spend the time saying her whole name. Um, I think I'm kind of with Rob on this. It's 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 a weird situation, but I don't think it's a bad hire if they do go with Lon. Um, there just has to be some concessions made that Correct. he can't make decisions for the basketball team. And I think that's what's happened before at other places, right? Where if there's like that family stuff, like so it's not nepotism from the top down but where they bring hard in if you bring them in and say you can't do anything that has to do with basketball moves when you're a basketball guy no no as far as decisions for management of the team right gotcha. so like you like i forget what college it was like it was about 10 15 years ago the ad was the dad of the coach and the um and it they just did just it didn't work gotcha. and then had somebody else i think was like the president that's like all right you're out and then he was there for like four more years after the fact gotcha. the ad was so like as long as those kinds of situations are made I'm not. I have no problems with it. I mean, it, if anything, like you said, it's gonna help with recruiting. I mean, he's he built a great program before he left for Oklahoma. So, Neil Neil chimes in. Neil from a Electric yeah. Company SG. He says they need to engage with students to make sure they come back as alumni, season ticket buyers. They failed to do that over a decade. Yeah, the I agree. was supposed to do that, I mean, and I know Quan agrees with that statement as well because we've talked about UNLV sports in general and how they treat some of the basketball alumni. Oh, yeah. And it, it's not right. You know what I mean? Yeah. They got to be more in with them and have them part of it, I think. I'm not necessarily saying hire certain people that are from the past Bring all the back time. Anthony Bennett, dude. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> Don't get us started on Anthony Bennett. Bruh. But, yeah, they, 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 they got to be with them a lot more with the yeah, alumni and get that going. But good riddance, Desiree. Hopefully the next person that gets hired does a lot better job than her because I wasn't a big fan of hers. So two minutes, guys. Real quick here. Everyone's wearing the Dodger hat. Based off of William and Hill, the Dodgers are the current favorite at plus 250 to win the World Series, yet they are only number one in the wild card, not even leading their division. Three and a half games behind. The Giants, which have the best record in baseball and have had so most of the year, are plus 700 to win. No, I'm sorry, plus 900 to win it all. And the Rays, which have the second best record in baseball right now and lead the AL, are 12 to 1. So here's my take on that, real quick. I was actually looking at this. I like I like to look at dogs and things like that. I've been talking about the Giants for over a month now, and I don't understand how they are still that high. So I'm going to sprinkle some money on the Giants to win it, and I'm also going to sprinkle some money on the Rays to win it. I just think both of these teams are not getting any respect, and who knows? It might be time for the Rays to win it. They haven't won anything. Not only the Giants win it every three years or whatever it is, I'm just going based off of bets and play and the way that all these teams have played. I don't believe that the Dodgers should be the favorite right now. Do I think they can win the World Series? 100%. Great moves, everything they've done. I think they can win it. But based off of what has been going on, I don't believe they should be the favorite. Real quick, what do you guys think about those odds and those bets? And who do you think wins it all? It's just from a, well, go ahead. It's just from like a liability standpoint, right? You know, the, everyone who lines up, you know, chances are they're going to be betting on the Dodgers to win the World Series. Uh, and then it also talks, you know, it also shows that, you know, yeah, you may have the best record or you may be, you know, you may be leading the Dodgers, I think, by what, three and a half now after today's uh, mm -hmm. games. But 
when you get to the playoffs, right, it's a whole different scenario. I mean, the regular season in any sport is always different than the playoffs, yeah. and it's tough to, you know, it's tough for a lot of it to translate into the playoffs. And I think, you know, once the Dodgers get there, they're comfortable. That You know, the Giants haven't been, re- I mean, I don't want to say they haven't been relevant, but they haven't been relevant in, in, in a decent in a few years, we'll say yeah, a few years. Yeah, they basically rebuilt. Right, exactly. Yeah. So they haven't been relevant in a few years, and I think that you know that that any people on the you know the players on their team right now don't have that experience. So I think that that's going to play a big factor when it comes to playoffs. Brian, thirty seconds, and then we'll go to Eric, and we'll wrap it up. What Give me got? the Dodgers all day. Rays are not going to get past. You got to keep an eye out on the A's and the Sox, oh, right. the White Sox, not the Red Sox. Okay, I I, yeah. I agree with that. I don't think the Red Sox yeah. will do anything. Eric, what you got? Let's Final not forget, take. man, the Dodgers are reigning champs. They uh, did nothing but get better this year. Um, I can't see them losing to anybody. It could just be because I'm a big Dodger fan. Um, I just think they're too good, man. And, and they're doing this without day. Dustin May. They're doing this without right. Kershaw. Mookie Betts is in the IL. You right. know, they've got a lot of guys in the injury list, and they're still putting up numbers right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, belly bombs today. Two, two home yeah. runs. I mean, it's good to see. Yeah. Hopefully they can keep That's it going. Hopefully hot. they can keep going, get hot continue that streak well we are out of time here guys i want to thank everybody in the studio tonight that was a part of the show eric navarro from line by eric brian aleman of the american outlaws for joining us tonight as well in studio and sponsoring tonight's show my co-host as always rob g directly in front of me and the man that makes it all possible behind the wheels of steel behind the big board quant 59 we greatly appreciate you my final thought tonight is just a big shout out to daniel cristosomo ex las vegas lights fc player i talked to him a few days after the signing Come on, this isn't a sad moment. This is a good moment, Quan. <laughs> he signed with LAFC. Good He's now him, part man. of the LAFC awesome. MLS yeah, team. Him. We're going to have him on the show again here soon. And hopefully we have Brett Lashbrook on too. We're trying to do a little something possibly with that Raider jersey and some of those tickets that they got going on with that. I know <laughs> that Brian's got some thoughts about that. <laughs> made the smirk. But again, you I are tuning nothing. in to Straight Bet Sports here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. We will see you next Wednesday night. Same time, same channel. We appreciate you. Peace. See ya. Go get your hair cut. <laughs>